AGT Foods and Ingredients partnering with Equinom, an Israeli-based company that is very strong in breeding and genetics. AGT President and CEO Murad Al-Khatib says they are going to be working with them on commercializing new yellow pea varieties that have been tested and are well-suited for production on the prairies, North Dakota and Montana. We've been working now, this is the, the third season on trialing the variety. So, you know, the the trials at different uh, different uh, pilot trials that we've done, you know, the yield looks good, the characteristics are good, there's good disease, disease packages, and, you know, the protein levels are dramatically higher in these varieties than what we're seeing in the mainstream varieties today. He says they plan to offer contracting opportunities for the new yellow pea varieties in 2023. So, you know, again, grower programs will be uh, launched out, uh, you know, this winter so that we can get product uh, planted in the spring. So 23 and 24 will be ramp up years. I think 2025 will be the year where we'll have, you know, uh, we believe to be really strong, you know, production of these uh, these varieties. He notes the yield profiles show gains over traditional varieties, adding that they are also hoping to offer protein premiums. A new report released from Fertilizer Canada and the Canola Council of Canada shows a 14% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions by 2030 can be achieved without jeopardizing food security through the adoption of aggressive but attainable levels of four R best management practices. Karen Proud is president and CEO of Fertilizer Canada. The whole concept behind the four R nutrient stewardship is that it's a sort of suite of practices that allow farmers to both maximize their productivity and increase their yields while also reducing emissions. And that's really the balance that's so very important when, when we look at this. And so the study looked at kind of the costs and what would be a realistic level of adoption of these sort of advanced practices across Canada. And that's how we got to the 14%. The report notes that farm incomes would increase by $4.3 billion by 2030, the cost to implement the necessary level of 4R BMPs would be $495 million a year. And Saskatchewan's weekly cattle marketing report is out. In talking with provincial cattle specialist Fonda Froats, she notes we saw some upward movement in prices for feeder steers and heifers. Prices ranged from 31317 per hundredweight for the three to four hundred pound weight category to two twenty eight sixty seven per hundredweight for the nine hundred pound plus weight category. We saw the largest price increase in the five to six hundred pound weight category with prices improving thirteen seventy five per hundredweight. And for heifers we saw um, higher prices in each of the limited weight categories reported compared to the previous week. So prices ranged from 231.17 per hundredweight for the 6 to 700 pound weight category to 223.67 per hundredweight for the 800 pound plus weight category. The largest price increase seen there was in the 6 to 700 uh, pound category with prices improving ten dollars per hundredweight to end the week averaging two thirty one seventeen per hundredweight. And what seemed to be influencing the market? 
Uh, I think we are simply seeing a situation of supply and demand. We aren't quite getting into the fall run yet uh, with the larger market volumes and the feeder cattle available are not keeping up to the demand. Meantime, we started to see the slaughter cows moving into their seasonal drop-off last week. Canfax numbers show that butcher cows have dropped off from August to September for the last 15 years. And last week, we saw a particularly high drop-off since only one Alberta packer was buying cows. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler.